0: You're listening to the Nebraska Hour, a part of the Bet Your Ash Podcasting Network. B Y A P N B yapping. And sometimes when we be yapping, we be cursing, especially these two. So if you're easily offended, you probably don't want to listen to these guys. Rocky, you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready, dude. I'm ready. I'm alive. I'm big ready, some would big say. Big ready. Oh, I get the pun now, right? <laughs> Welcome to the Nebraska Hour. I'm Timmy Nebraska, as usual, and also, as usual, college football season, and we have the proclaimed, self-proclaimed Kool-Aid drinker, Brock White.
1: I am always me, and usually me as well. Um, and you're on the Kool-Aid this week? I'm on Kool-Aid light.
0: Kool-Aid light. Kool-Aid light. Okay. Okay.
1: Um, so, what do you think about last week? We look pretty good, man. We look pretty good, actually. Um, I have a few questions that things just really baffled me. So, the block punt for touchdown was fucking awesome. How long has it been since special teams helped us win instead of helped us lose a football game?
0: Well, the last time we blocked a a punt for a touchdown was 2009. Um, The most memorable blocked punt for a touchdown,
1: if you remember. What is it? Uh, Was it Terrell Farley against Kansas State, where he just took it off that dude's foot and ran it in? Actually, Baron Miles. Baron Miles.
0: Baron Miles. Terrell Farley, also... Phenomenal fucking player that we really, like, really fucked up. Um, for some reason, Osborne didn't give him the pad of room and the isolation and, and the uh, um, you know celebrity treatment like like
1: uh, Lawrence, like LP. Yeah, I, he, I would just say LP and uh, Farley are probably my two favorite Huskers of all time. You know, Farley is is uh, like the original honey badger. Yeah, he was just kind of that first
0: wild card. Uh, he was the first like safety linebacker hybrid that uh, played uh, QB Spy and manned up on receivers and tight ends and great run stopper. He was everything. He was Sean Taylor and Honey Badger combined,
1: which is saying was, a lot. Which is saying he a was, lot. he was like a smaller version of Lawrence Taylor. Um.
0: Also, that's saying a lot, uh, but I I don't really disagree with that. Um, I mean less blitzing and stuff like that, because and way better coverage. But uh, the, he was he might have been the first one to remember, uh, that was ever that kind of hybrid, weird,
1: like I don't even know what you call it. I guess. Yeah. Well, that's those were the first couple of years when McBray, Mc, uh Charlie McBride, legend. Uh, started going to the smaller, faster defenses, so they could finally beat the teams from Florida. But we weren't small. Well, I'm just saying by small, really like in, small. instead of like six two, you know two fifty, we went to you know six one, you know two twenty. We kind of uh, were ahead of the game as far as that happened. Nebraska was kind of the first kind of the first style of SEC team that we see now. Yeah, and I, you see a lot of teams just because everything's so, you know, up-tempo spread offense, you know, those – a lot of teams today are basically running the, those kind of 94, 95, 96 type defenses. Look, if you compare our 1995 or 1997 championship
0: teams against the size and speed of Alabama currently, we're probably pretty close
1: actually. You know, like yeah. in, I
0: mean, we're probably fairly close.
1: Well, it also helps when you have, you know, five guys on that offensive line who play double-digit years in the league. So you're you're probably right.
0: We're probably pretty close. though. you know, I mean, real, realistically, we're probably pretty close. And also, if you think about our backfield then compared to Alabama's great backfield when they had Josh Jacobs and Henry and all these players put together, um, we had Amon Green and all these all these all these stars all at the same time. Um,
1: I guess when he, if you factor for inflation, I would I'll give it to you. Okay, okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, in comparison,
0: our, our speed was faster than everybody else. But the nineteen ninety five uh, Fiesta Bowl against Florida, everybody talked about Warfel and these the speed and Jacques Green and all these guys, and we were bigger and faster and stronger. And that's pretty much what Alabama is now. Now, if you take our option off of the part and obviously throw
1: more because it's just now. Yeah, also my my favorite thing from the lead up to that Fiesta Bowl was can Nebraska play on grass.
0: Which is a ridiculous I just idea, <laughs> yeah. in general, right? Like I think that Bob Cross was just trying to make a story up instead of having to talk about Daniel Werfel the whole fucking time. Um but like, we were kidding? we were the first style. We were the first modern style, like athletics, athletically team. Probably, I bring this yeah. up because I had a conversation with with a big big CU fan today. Gross. And um, and we talked about how Nebraska is the ball and giant, and how like Saturdays I think about how the kids that are playing now never even they weren't even alive when we were good, and they never saw the greatness and the development. When really college football, Nebraska Nebraska in the nineties. Kind of change college football into what it is now, and I would also give some some uh, respect to like the, the Miami University, like University of Miami, their their athletic and, and monster teams that they had, and Florida State with Derek Brooks and and Simeon Rice and and all those dudes, uh, Charlie Ward, uh, work done. Um,
1: they had to me, really it's just those and- school those schools figured out like branding before like branding was a part of like college athletics like Um, they didn't try they didn't try to be a brand they were just that good and had a distinct style which with they played that everybody knew.
0: i would somewhat argue that nebraska didn't that nebraska was behind the times as far as a branding thing because we were no we weren't flashy at all like we we ran the fucking fullback dive on it should we i mean we were behind the times as far as building the brand as far as Marketing ourselves as a a Intel Adidas had to deal with us.
1: Well, and that's what I am saying is by brand. When you back then, when you turned a Nebraska game on, you knew what you were getting. Same with Miami. Same with you know Florida State. You knew what you were getting. And yes, we weren't flashy, but that was the Nebraska brand was we're going to smash it down your throat and get after you on defense. But we organically became that brand. Miami and Florida State were
0: um, looking. They just to had more personalities. I think. Yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They were looking to get recognition. And you know, yeah. Osborne and Bowden, uh talked to each other a whole bunch in the eighties and stuff. You know, uh, but it's kind of interesting. to Think about that. I had a long conversation with this dude today. A huge CU fan. Um, he's so like the cousin of of one of my favorite players to ever. To ever played for CU. Uh, um. God, I just lost his name. It's a, uh, Herschel Troutman.
1: Oh, yeah. He was yeah.
0: so fast. Just a, just a great uh, – and he was kind of like a weird kind of running back that we didn't – he was kind of like Percy Harvin, but that didn't exist then either, you know? And yeah. with him and Cornell Stewart on the same team, there was kind of a clash, and he didn't get a lot of play. Also, Rashawn Salam was fucking phenomenal.
1: Yeah. So when you talk to a CU fan and use a word – with more than two syllables do you have to like write it down in crayon so he can get it or you know what's crazy is there's not a lot of cu fans in denver there's not
0: i don't i don't know if i've, if I've seen very many like diehard big time cu fans ever in my life um they just were big fans when they were good and when they were in college and then now i get mentioned people mention me in the gas station or grocery stores or whatever out in nebraska, nebraska where the husker at right um I always just tell them that I don't Man, I don't hate you guys. We won all the time. Like it was a fun rivalry, and I enjoyed beating it most times. You know, there were some bad losses on our on our side, but there was a tons of bad losses on CU's side. Like they hate us, we don't hate them. You know, I don't think Nebraska really has a team that they hate. Like, do you hate a fan? Like I hate some fan bases because they're just
1: assholes. But is there a team that you really despise because of Husker football? Uh I despise CU just because of the fans and my cousin was the like epitome of a bad CU fan.
0: Okay. Uh, so um, and- when that happened though, so, but since then you probably haven't even had, you haven't even seen the CU fans or like CU stadium since you were probably, you know, 12, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, so you kind of were
0: indoctrinated to hate CU based on the Husker fans, right? Like uh, he's kind of a fake rivalry, right? Cause our real rivals were Oklahoma. And then, the, the team that I didn't, that I I disliked the most when I was younger was Texas because I went to that first Big 12 championship where G, the quarterback for Texas was James Brown, just, just cool in the first place. And fourth and one, play action, deep ball, and the heartbreaker, right? And like our first year in a Big 12, big time Texas school, a whole lot of stars. And we were already phenomenal in 96. So, uh, that was well, heartbreaking. That was not really or 98. Oh um, that was the that first was year everybody was in the Big Twelve. Yeah, it was the first it was the first year of the Big Twelve, right? Uh so I mean it, it was it would have felt nice to win the first championship. Like the the first Big Twelve championship after being dominant for so many years was something that I really wanted. And the media started to love Texas a lot then. And I saw
1: some heartbreaking losses to Texas as well. But I don't hey, think speak- I have like a well, what's speaking that? Speaking of championships, Huskers currently tied for the lead in the Big Ten West. We're actually not because we are, lose a tiebreaker to Northwestern. We're second. So north Northwestern is a half game ahead of us, and then Northwestern had with
0: an outright lead, and the rest of us are tied. Okay, still pretty good uh, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, considering, uh. So, before we get into this week's game, which is actually tomorrow, uh, I didn't even realize it was a Friday game. I thought we were demoted to high school. I was kind of concerned, actually. I was wondering if we were playing like Carney or North Platte St. Pat's.
1: Turns out it's Hopefully not. Yeah, I think if you took the best out of those two schools, they might give Rutgers a run. Uh, I don't for, know, man. For for a a quarter, or two.
0: Rutgers is, is the, the, the founding father of, of college football.
1: If you did not know that. The I did. Was football. But, so they've been around the longest, and what have they won? Nothing.
0: Uh, I mean, be careful, man. You might get might get Ray Rice. Keep talking like that. It might be some New Jerseyans. That's why I take the stairs. That's wrong on so many levels. But, um. Uh, All so right. Before getting into that game. Before getting you know into that game. Um. What do you like for this week's football games?
1: Well, after going five and five and donating two units to the juice last week, also winning two beers from yours truly. Thank you.
0: Yeah, I I got a little outlandish last week. I still had this like Kool Aid hangover from you. So I'm a little bit wild still.
1: All right. So college game day is going to be in Lawrence, Kansas for the first time ever. Yikes. Give give me the Horn Frogs minus a touchdown.
0: Um, I'll take that. I like I love that. I yeah, I love the Horned Frogs as well. Kansas has been playing phenomenally well, but they can't just keep this shit upright.
1: I mean, it's Kansas. And TCU is a really good football team. I watched them last week against was it last week they beat the breaks off of Oklahoma? Or was that the week before? No, ugly bad. Like it was ugly ugly. There wasn't even um, a chance in that game. Okay, so game number two, Tennessee at LSU, Tennessee laying a field goal. This game's at 11 a.m. If it was at 7 p.m., I'd be on the Bayou Bengals, but 11 a.m., give me the Vols.
0: What is the deal with LSU and their, like, prime time performances? Do they, I mean, do they just not prepare for the early game? I mean, wh- why
1: Why is the time frame so important to you here? Well, you give them Cajuns, you know, nine hours of day drinking. Pretty, pretty good environment for college football. I mean, they, were, they were drinking at 2 a.m. also. That's still nine hours. You're probably not wrong there, but there's just something about LSU at night that's, it hits different. And I don't, I don't really like this LSU team quite yet. Also, uh, take, I think his name's Malik Neighbors, LSU receivers. Anytime touchdown scores, take that every week. The dude's a monster.
0: It's like State Barm. He's always on your side because he's a good neighbor.
1: I was thinking of uh, Allstate because he has good hands.
0: Okay, okay. Either way, it's fine with me, you know, honestly. So, I have a couple games as well. Um, well, I'll let you get back. We'll do two and two or something. Um, okay. Because of Oklahoma getting the break speed off of them, they beat Nebraska and they lose twice to some like ugly losses, actually. Uh, I think Oklahoma rolls Texas. I think I they get it actually, right.
1: right write the ship and they roll out. I actually really like that. I was looking at that and I still might put some down on it just because what would be better for Oklahoma to beat Texas? Like it seems like every time one of those two is good and the other one is kind of iffy. The iffy one somehow beats them at the Red River shootout. I think it might be like a
0: 54-49 game or something crazy because that kind of seems, when they're both kind of iffy like that, the, that kind of happens. It's uh, the Colt McCoy game. Of yes. When he was a sophomore, maybe he was, when Texas had like a kind of a down year before they got back to being, they had like one down year, 20 years, and then they had a bunch of down years recently. But they had just a bananas game. uh, Not quite like local on the state, Texas A&M game. But it was 51-47 or some shit like that. And it was just an absolute shootout. And if you see Oklahoma's defense play, they can't cover anybody. I think that you could probably get open.
1: Hey, hey, hey. what I mean. I'm
0: old, but I still got the quicks. I know you don't. Don't, don't lie. And you don't – I mean – At least I can maybe box some people out because I'm – I got some – you know, I'm fat and I got some thickness, you know? You 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 got that badonkadonk. Something like that, you know? But, I mean, they don't cover anybody. And how did Bookie leave from Nebraska to go to Oklahoma and then suddenly he forgets how to cover? Are they doing drugs? But not like the performance-enhancing ones, just like they're just on drugs
1: well, it's not the ayahuasca that Aaron Rodgers is winning MVPs with. That's for sure. He did it in the offseason. I think they're doing it
0: like pregame. <laughs> they're just tripping balls. Like, yeah, you just Wow. wow. The biscuits. Uh, I also, <laughs> that's for a respect to Georgia Southern, the rivalry game Georgia Southern versus Georgia State, Georgia Southern plus two and a half. I love it. Absolutely love it.
1: All right, all right. I'll go ahead and let you ride that one solo. You got two more. I got plenty
0: more. I got plenty more too. We could do this all goddamn day, probably. Okay, so my next one, Utah. Have to have the producer, dude, uh, tell us when our when our break is because we're gonna just be chat
1: over here chatting. All right, so my next one is Utah minus three and a half at UCLA. Give me the Bruins. Brewing train, huh? I, I I just like home puppies sometimes.
0: Um God, I and I don't I, want to bet a beer against you on that one, but I um I've seem to lose all my beer bets. I think Utah,
1: Utah's running game will win that game for. You. All right, all right. I just like if it, it was two and a half, I would take Utah, but I just like the three and a half because I think it's gonna be a close game because both teams like to run the ball. Easy for me not
0: to bet on that one, but if I was going to take – I would just – I kind of just think Utah uh, runs a ball and controls the clock and doesn't let Chip Kelly's offense get loose.
1: All right, so my next game. BYU at Notre Dame. The Irish are laying three and a half. What side are you on there, bub? Give me the Mormons' money line over the Catholics.
0: All right, all right, all right.
1: I kind of like that, too.
0: I kind of like that, too. I, that's also an easy one for me to stay away from because I've been heartbroken by BYU and, well, and Notre Dame, almost like Manti Teo's girlfriend. I guess yeah. I've been heartbroken like Manti Teo because of his girlfriend. Or the OG Well,
1: we talked about Rutgers being the OG of college football. I think Monty Tao was the uh, OG of getting catfished online.
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, f- first brought it to the public eye. I could see that. Yeah, he's actually probably going to go down in pop culture history as the first guy to bring to to bring the world to bring the light into the world of catfishing.
1: All right. What's your next two there, big dog?
0: Well, you know, bud, I got a couple wilds. I think Washington State pulls the upset on USC, which actually helps our buddy Greg's UCLA to win the conference bet. USC is laying 13. Washington State plus 360. I love it. I love it. Washington State's a little dangerous, they're a little wild. Oh, so you're- you're going money line. You're not taking I'm going the going point? straight up money line. I love it. Yeah, I, yeah go- I
1: absolutely love it. I'm gonna let you go solo on that one too. I mean, most people probably should.
0: People say I'm crazy until I'm not, and then it's a goddamn miracle. But nobody, you know, nobody remembers the ones where I'm like crazy wrong. That's how I get this fucking whole mystique thing. I got the whole I tricked everybody, bro. Uh huh. <laughs> just what's your next one? Jesus Christ. Don't call me Jesus. I like Miami over North Carolina. Miami minus three and a half. They should take care of business. North Carolina, kind of a weird season. I also love the over in that game because North Carolina can't guard nobody and doesn't seem like Miami can either. They just throw interceptions back and forth when they can't score. It's their own mistakes. They should score 80 every game if they don't turn the fucking ball over. It's like our basketball coach. You got to shoot it before you turn it over.
1: Miami's got to throw it deep before they turn the ball over. So uh, I'm also on the over in that game. I will be riding the North Carolina overs until further notice.
0: Uh, I got a couple more too. Do you have any more, or no? You you still on this? Uh, I have two more, and then obviously my Huskers pick. Okay, let's do the two more. I'll do a quick two more, but we got to kind of go. Probably kind of got to go quick on these two before our break. All right.
1: So my last two: Florida State at NC State. Uh, give me the Knowles plus three. The and Knowles looked have- shaky last week. Yeah, but NC State's coming off that heartbreaker at Clemson, and they did not look good. That That's also true. I agree
0: with that. I agree with that. I've, I've been kind of riding the Noles, too, just because, uh I I mean, I won three weeks in a row, whatever. or And last week, the Wake Forest thing really let me down, now I, now I owe you a beer. Two. It was two. Two beers? I owe
1: you two beers? Yeah, because I didn't take the points, so you gave me double oh, or no. Oh, you're right. You're right. God damn, you're right. And they well, went ahead and won that thing outright. Woo! Woo! All right, what's your next one? Uh, Western Kentucky travels to the Roadrunners of San Antonio. Meet, meet minus six Kentucky. and a half. I
0: I don't have an opinion on that game. I only take Western Kentucky and Northern Kentucky in basketball.
1: Oh, I love Western Kentucky in basketball, but I just love the Roadrunners at home less than a touchdown. Feel good about it.
0: Feeling good about it. Okay, I'm getting wild there. I'm going upset city. We already got the upset for you for USC. I'm going Bama upset. AM beat him two years ago. A similar spread, similar types of teams. I'm gonna take AM plus 24 and also the plus 1350 money line.
1: I'll I'll ride with a little sprinkle on the money line there. I like that. Nice, nice. And I like that. I'm because I've it.
0: been on this, I've been on this horse for a little bit as well. Adrian Martinez, proud of the guy. He looks fantastic. He has some good coaching around him, and he's playing stellar. But I'm not sure he can keep it up. Not sure he can keep it up. Iowa State's a good squad. I'm going Iowa State plus two, in I in in uh, Ames, Iowa. For the upset against the K State Wildcats,
1: I like that one too. Uh, I'm gonna stay away. I am so happy for Adrian Martinez, just, but also I kind of think back to, remember like the first two or three games of his career at Nebraska, and then the wheels fell off. I'm just kind of waiting for that to happen this year. You, have you seen the
0: wobble yet? You know, wobbly wheels, man, that might happen this week. Might be one, of those, be one of those two fumble, three interception, crazy games where he's six of 19 for 106
1: yards and takes five sacks. And yeah,
0: I would love to put in the Michigan State upset over, our, over Ohio State. Uh, one dollar wins a good amount of money if you take Michigan State, uh, a&M, Washington State and I took Oregon as the other one just because you can hedge or whatever. But if you take all the upsets, a dollar wins you like twelve hundred bucks.
1: It's phenomenal, actually. I oh if
0: you add the the uh the um
1: the Iowa State upset as well. Okay, yeah, I haven't looked at my I haven't parlayed mine up yet. So. I just
0: did the craziest one today. I said just I sent you on the group text thing we have. Just the picture of the of the crazy parlay. All right, let's take a quick break. We can come back, talk about the Husker picks, and talk about how there's nothing good in New Jersey. Seems fair. Hi, guys. This is Timmy Nebraska with the, with the Nebraska Hour. And if you or anybody you know has a gambling problem, you can call 1-800-522-4700 or 1-800-GAMBLER. Or if you're in Indiana, you can call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. If you don't have a gambling problem, let's make some money. All right. We're back to do Husker football predictions against Rutgers University. I think that Nebraska looked really good last week in the third and fourth quarters. Maybe it's, as Lou Brown would say, it's starting to come together. Starting
1: to come together, Pepper. Starting to come
0: together. I love this British shit.
1: Yeah, I thought, I actually instantly thought of you when they hit Trey Palmer for for that deep ball, like third and eight. Trey's down there somewhere. Oh, I love it. I love it. And all I saw I think the black shirts on third down held Indiana to like three of nineteen or something. Is that good? We're filling all gaps better. We're tackling much, much better than
0: we have in the last few years. We're filling our holes, which is what we should be doing. I
1: love like, me okay. filling some holes.
0: I was just setting you up, buddy, so you can knock them down, my friend. Uh we're we're given what five and a half is it? I got it at three, my friend. Maybe it's three. I I may I may be wrong here. It was three I'm- and a half today, I guess. Uh, and now it's down to three. So I Nebraska mean, by three against Rutgers. I mean, Rutgers the home of college football, but they haven't had anybody good play for them that's still allowed on a football field ever.
1: Um, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and agree. They had that, uh, that white kid who transferred from Nebraska to play quarterback. He like wore number zero or whatever. Is he still there? Um,
0: oh, uh, uh dude, I was in, uh, um,
1: Daily, Joe Daly. No, Joe Daly played at Nebraska. He was from New Jersey. This kid, he's from like North Platte. Uh, well, North Platte almost as bad as New Jersey. I I'd go ahead and give it to North Platte there because New Jersey fucking sucks.
0: Yeah, I mean, but it's a it's close. It's a close race there. Like, where would you rather live, North Platte, Nebraska, or wherever Rutgers is in? I'm not sure what town Rutgers is in actually. Which we need we need like a a a stat like a you know staff guy. It's in um.
1: Piscataway. Steaming, steaming pile of shit on the East Coast. New Jersey is that? Piscataway, New Jersey, even sounds weird. Piscataway sounds like you might as well. You might as well be getting away. Well, you know it's shit when it has scat in the name and away. Yeah, shit away, piss shit away, piss shit away. It sounds piss shit away,
0: New Jersey. So I was gonna. Make this joke earlier, but I kind of missed my my time here. So um there is a Bloodhound Gang song called The Ten Best Things from New Jersey.
1: And do you know what it what it consists of? Three and a half minutes of silence? It's 15 seconds of silence, but you're right on track there, bud. So
0: I'm gonna go, Huskers. You know, last week, what we do here, what we do, we did 35-23. I'm going to go Huskers 51, breakout offensive show 51-17
1: Nebraska. I'm going to go right around there with you. Obviously, I'm going to take the Huskers minus three. Um, three. I'm going to go Huskers 48. Rutgers 20. See,
0: so I'm so what we're saying is we're both gonna take the Huskers minus 20. Minus 20. I might if Nebraska doesn't win by 20, then I'm gonna start a a petition to hire Prime. Nebraska doesn't win by if Nebraska loses to Rutgers. I'm gonna petition to hire then anybody that, that Nebraska hires for a head coach that isn't named Dion. Does not meet my requirements.
1: I mean, that you seem pretty steadfast there. I mean, I think that that's our move.
0: Higher prime, husker higher prime. I'm gonna start a hashtag on Twitter and all kinds of stuff. higher prime.
1: I'm is the- he gonna bring is he gonna bring that quarterback with him? Because that'd be pretty dope. Well, hopefully we get he recruits somebody better than that guy. Get flip arch manning.
0: Oh, prime flips arch that would be the biggest story in college football for months and months and months we would from be, Texas from Texas to Nebraska oh my god we would be on every new uh, every sports channel for months and months at a time we would probably have all of our games just instantly move to prime time because I'm you
1: get because it's prime time I might overdose on kool-aid if that happens uh I <laughs> like you I might need I to might fly just down here and lighting
0: Aid. I might have to get a mirror out and just start busting up Kool Aid. Like different kind of a sense there. You know what I'm saying? Like I mean, if if Prime comes in Nebraska, I probably won't make it much longer in life.
1: I'll just I'll live just long enough to see Nebraska win a national championship. I'm gonna be doing like Kool Aid enemas, smoking the Kool Aid, drinking the Kool Aid, snorting the Kool Aid. Possibly might, using I'm, it as I'm,
0: lube and Kool Aid. Like, I'm gonna have to hire a uh, uh, IV tech or whatever they call
1: them.
0: Yeah,
1: a like how, how, like, Kool Audible, Kool Audible. I don't even know how to say that. We're gonna have to make up words for what's gonna happen. Like, how Snoop has a uh, a blunt rolling dude. I'm just gonna have a Kool Aid mixer, yeah, but
0: but like. Kool-Aid preparations for all types of things, you know?
1: We're going to have to have a staff of Kool-Aid uh, assistants. Oh, yeah. And also, we should probably buy some stocking in the actual Kool-Aid brand because that thing's going to skyrocket. Skyrocket. Prime. Hot Huskers hire Prime. If Nebraska doesn't win by 20,
0: Nebraska needs to hire Prime. That's the deal. Starting a petition. We're going to do it. I'm taking Nebraska, alternate spread minus 20 against Rutgers. Nebraska's gonna set their their uh, most recent scoring record, uh, which would be you know four, five, eight years, 51,
1: 17 Huskers. Yeah, I'll go alternate spread minus 20 with you. And minus if 20. it if it doesn't if it doesn't hit, I will tweet at Trev Alberts and at Primetime Deion Sanders every day until he does this introductory press conference.
0: I'm just gonna start off by saying, hey Dion, you ever been to Nebraska? Because I don't know if he has. We play in four State, and I don't see any reason why else he would go there. What about the fucking Omaha for the baseball, the college baseball? Oh, I get yeah. I mean, I just forget about Prime's baseball career because all I do is see him (laughs) dancing. All I do is see him dancing on the football field, running back and saying, look good, feel good, play good, baby.
1: Hit my theme music. Look, I would say, Tim, after we're done here, just go on YouTube and go ahead and do yourself a favor and run back through Prime's baseball highlights. I remember watching it. The Braves were on TV every day. But I just kind of space
0: that out for a little bit because I was just so focused on hiring Prime to coach football. Maybe we can do, have the first ever dual head coach. <laughs>
1: Prime can coach football and baseball. You know, he's the only human. to Him and Bo Jackson, I think, are the only two people to ever hit a home run and score a touchdown in the same week. Prime did it in the same two days, right? Like he played Saturday night and then Sunday NFL?
0: Or was it Sunday, Monday? I thought he did the same day. Maybe it was same day. There's something weird about that. The, I mean, what we're saying is Prime is, is miraculous and like dual head coach. That sounds phenomenal. Suddenly Nebraska going to be a baseball, basketball, and football school.
1: We're going to have the triumvirate of championships. We're going to be the Stanford of the Big Ten, but better. Well, obviously, because we have a Stanford basketball? won a basketball championship,
0: a baseball championship, and a football championship all in the same year. I don't think any time ever.
1: I mean, in the Pac-12, they pretty much run stuff. I'm pretty sure that's USC, though, right? Don't don't they run stuff most of the time? I mean, other than.
0: graduating
1: well that that's probably pretty
0: true i mean i like stanford and stuff they're a res- respectable university but we want to be we want to be the the pinnacle of the triumvirate of championships like the pac12 bill walton calls the tournament of, or the the conference of champions we're just going to be nebraska the school of champions we're going to have volleyball basketball baseball and football same year and you know what year this going to be Brock?
1: 2024. 2026. We might oh, win some other championships. You know how you
0: just trash Stanford and how they, you know, the national championship situation?
1: They no, have respect- more they have more total
0: titles in all sports. Total national championships than any other school in the NCAA. 123 total titles across 20 different sports. But no producer McGee,
1: I believe Producer McGee, I believe one of us was trying to point that out to the other one. I you might have to go back and help me remember. I said they're respectable, what I'm saying is we're gonna be better.
0: Wrap this shit up wrap it up wrap it up all right so the brock, prom's over party?
1: and it's time to wrap it up
0: yeah i'm getting pulled off the stage the producers like get the hell off the fucking phone man <laughs> like what are you doing higher prime that's what i'm that's my model from now on higher prime look good feel good play good brock where can i find you on the uh, social media stuff
1: uh go ahead and pull up twitter and i am at brockwhite86 nice nice um I am Timmy Nebraska
0: on all your local social media apps. Uh, and you can find the podcast on Spotify and Apple podcasts and Google podcasts. And pretty much anywhere you have a podcast, I think you can find us and at bet If you would do us all a favor, like it, review it, leave a comment, tell us our crazy or like roll with us in the, in the gambling thing. If you have a gambling problem, hopefully, you know, You get it fixed. If not, let's win some monies and stuff. And like always, tell all your friends if you got any.